Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Not only did it sort of launch my career, but it, it launched Memphis football. Fuente came in and was a freaking great coach. And resurrected a program that had no life, um, and so it's just kind of you know you look back on that day as as a, a pretty fortuitous one for sure. With some great foundational pieces left by Larry Porter. Yeah, exactly. What a, what well, a I'm just saying. What a stable foundation that you was. Fuente two three like, wins there, in two years. There were a few players. There were players like Bobby McCain. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, you're right. There were some good one players. thing Larry could do was recruit. Right, that was here. And, and my point, not that he recruited some <clears throat> elite level here. At Memphis's best but ever class, better but than his he record. Some, dude, he had players. Yes, that dude had recruited in uh, uh, the Power Five conferences. Yes, and so yes, there was there was a little bit for Fuente to work off of. Yes, uh, we know you like giving him 100 percent of the credit though. Well, Fuente is definitely I just, again y'all kill Larry. So I just wanted. Well, like, Larry was was horrible. He was as a head coach. He was. Yeah, yeah he was. But he left a couple of players for Fuente. I remember for that thing to take I off. I remember one time. Um, we, uh, when I started at Scout, I had a connect on the Scout staff that had worked with him at LSU. Yes. Her name was Emily Villery. And when we started at, in, at that website. And he been named like assistant coach of the year or recruit of the oh, year yeah, back yeah. in the yes, days. Yes, so, yeah, by so, rivals yeah, and exactly. everything. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. Okay. And so when we were launching the website, she came up to help me sort of um, get to know Larry because she knew him at LSU. She knew him. Right. And I remember one time, I'll never forget it, you know, Memphis was playing Arkansas State that weekend. And we go into, you know, one of the meeting rooms or whatever, and we're going to do like an exclusive interview, me and Larry Porter for the website. Yeah. I asked him about Arkansas State, and I'm like, hey, you know, you know, this is a rivalry game coming up. You know, and he looked at me and he said, this ain't no rivalry. They lost 56 to 3. He was right. It wasn't a rivalry. But that's when I knew. That's when I knew this guy's cooked. Like, he really said this was not a rivalry, and then he lost by a million points. You have kicked so many rocks onto Larry's uh, head coach and grave here. When are you going to let up? Well, you were the one that brought it up. He left players for Fuente. And Fuente took those players that had previously I combined told you, to win three and work out as a head coach. My goodness. Would Won't you give would, that man a smidgen of credit? Would you hire Larry Porter to coach New Hope? Nope. All right. He's great as a recruiter, right? And right. as an assistant, I understand it was no. Nah, seriously, though, New Hope doesn't have a football team. But so if, if he wanted did. to come start the revolution, oh, you would do it. I, I mean, it'd be great. What are we talking about? Also, here? I'll never to forget money. Larry Porter's exit press conference. He was wearing a Kangol. I will always remember that, and I will think about you because that is something you would do.
I got people telling me you need to lay off Larry, man, if you know what's good for you. Man, I ain't worried about nothing, bro. Y'all people wanna... around the program are still very protective of Larry. Because why? He's, a, he's tiger. a tiger. I understand that. But right. he was so why do you coach? have to besmirch him every chance you get? We understand okay. how the timeline went, fool. Okay. I'm and just... that Fuente took it to the next well, level. Well, to hear y'all say it, that man started the program for Fuente. Which he did not. He had a couple of players that did help contribute. That's all. I, that. that is what I have said. Well, I mean, three there, wins there with those no same players. That. All right, running backs coach at North Carolina. He's still doing it. Oh well, yeah. I mean, he's a, he like you said, he's a good recruiter. He's going to have a job. You know, uh, I don't deny that. But in terms of just his organizational and his staff hires, I mean, it was just. And that's, and that's part, of Wooddale. Not everybody John. is cut out for it, man. Look, Larry Poor's a tiger. He played. He he he, he wore the uniform. T- any other tigers you'd like to <laughs> be smirched? Oh, I can. I mean, throw me a few. I mean, I don't. I don't have anybody off the top of my head that uh, you know. But I, I'm not above it. You know, <laughs> I'm a tiger myself. So this tiger on tiger crime. Yeah, exactly, man. But, it's not. It's uncalled for <laughs> on a day they just won. Well, you yeah, <laughs> this ain't basketball related right now. This is football. You know, what I'm oh saying? no, they wanted football too, bro. Yeah, nine of them. Let me show them to you. Well, they mm, were good wins, it. weren't they? Tenth time, ever. Tenth time. So don't forget, they just won in football too, and they plan on winning one last one, John, for you. Tenth. Right. What are we doing to replace Matt Barnes? You would Who have can to. Can we get in here? You would have to triple Not Larry Porter's wins in two mm-hmm. years to do what Ryan Silverfield and this program just did. Now. Correct me if I'm wrong. We, maybe we should wait to run that. Mike McIntyre left for another job, or did yeah, he, he get no, he fired? He got a head job. He got a head job at FIU. Right. Yeah. Matt Barnes, we're saying, did not get fired. He either. was forced out. He I was definitely forced out. That's not the story they're telling. I know that's not the story they're telling, but there is no question in my mind. Like, like he was like he left for a co-defensive coordinator job, bro. Forced out before the bowl game. Yeah. You got to get a new hire in here. And he's got he got a soft, that ain't that ain't he, the story they're telling. I'm just I'm telling. Okay, you're going I mean, against the story that Memphis is putting out. They're saying Mississippi State came and got him. Well, you don't want to embarrass the guy, do you? I mean, he did get co-defensive coordinator title. He, but I mean, we know he ain't if, calling if, plays. If you, if you had just been fired, you ain't got to give him co-defensive coordinator or anything. He's getting forced out. Of his mind. Well, I'm I, just asking if if Ryan got lucky here a couple of times, or if he I don't didn't so. have any, you know, didn't have what it takes to fire these. You know, move on from these guys. Mike McIntyre got a head job. That defense was terrible. Too. It yeah. was great that he was moving on. We were happy about it. Same thing here. Because the report was that from from Steve Rob, Robertson and, and uh, Scout was that he was being targeted as the safeties coach. Safeties and co-defensive coordinator. We've right. seen it since then. Right. Why did they give him? Again, you don't well, have to give him that not, title at all if he's plays. a dismissed. If he's a dismissed defensive coordinator. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's true, but I think it's uh, is he gonna is he gonna have any play calling responsibilities? My guess it, would be no. It doesn't matter. What matters is who the replacement's gonna be. Right. I mean, it, 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 whoever it, it, you know, Devin Rutherford. I'm saying so, sometimes you got to go in there and give him the axe. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, I uh, you know, old Sylvie. Well, I, I essentially I think since it ain't you. That's what happened, in my opinion. I mean, he 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 found a soft landing like the American economy. That's but, a good soft landing to be a oh, co-defense coordinator yeah. in the SEC. Well, he, he you know he may have a relationship with Levy. He may you know he I think was he does, Ohio, but yeah. that's a hell of a soft landing. Yeah, I mean, look. again, you soft land to the SEC. That's up in my book. Well, uh, you're but you're demoted. You got demoted. But you're on SEC money now. All you got to well, do is have one good year. You're getting a raise unlike anything you had at Memphis. Well, what yeah. are we talking about? But here? he's not calling any plays, probably. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, so is he really going to get the credit? I mean, maybe. maybe and then y'all tell me he's going to coach DBs? Safeties, yes. Oh, is he going to tell them to turn their head around? Well, probably not. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Probably not. That's the. <laughs> you think it's a bad hire? 
I, I can't understand it. Okay. Well, maybe maybe there's something. Just they, they got money to throw around at, well, at yeah. folks that failed at their previous job. If I'm the other defensive it's coordinator, just crazy I'm like, why the hell I got to share my title with it, this And I, get, I failed at my previous job, and I get to go be co-defensive coordinator. Exactly. And tell all these kids I'm co-defensive coordinator in the SEC. Exactly. After I just failed. Yeah, I don't. I, it's, it mystifies me, but you know, it's a good old boy club, right? In in college football, you get taken care of if you have relationships. That's the way it's always been. So, I'm assuming that there is a prior good relationship with Levy, and that is why he rescued him. One twelve out of one thirty-three. That man failed up. Yeah, I mean, it happens. You know, it does happen. Um, but I definitely think he was. Well, it's 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 convenient or whatever. My Ryan guess is, shows some, my some guess metal is he was whatever, probably told to this was pursue necessary. other opportunities. Yeah. I mean, you how do you justify bringing back a guy with those, you know, numbers and those metrics? I don't know how you do. How that. How do you justify hiring him as co-defensive coordinator with those metrics? Well, that's my point. He's not really. It's just a. It's just a favor, probably. And he's going to coach safeties, and he's going to tell them not to turn their head around. Just look at the look at the uh, look at the receiver. Right. That's oh, what wow. we do. I don't know, man. You always want the answers. You know, I, I don't have the definitive Did answer. You always tell me it's good enough. Well, the defense was not. The defense no, was definitely was not, not. No, and it was a, it was a shame because yeah. that offense was much improved. Exactly. It's one of the best offenses in the country. Okay. It really was. That's it no, was. That's yeah. no exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Time Magazine has named its 2023 Person of the Year. Matt Barnes. It is not Matt Barnes. Well, for uh, good. Failing up. It was Ryan Silverfield. Ah. Uh, and uh, you were actually you had to be escorted out of the voting room uh, because you uh, you would not take that going down. Uh, but we will talk about who actually got the nod, uh, as well as some news in the AAC, a change in power in leadership. Uh, what's coming up next? Stick around, Jason and John. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Howdy, trying to film ESPN. Black Tie Movement is changing moving in the city of Memphis. They're really everywhere, but you're in Memphis. So if you're moving in town, cross town, cross country, it doesn't matter. You want to make it as easy as possible, you'll get with Black Tie. Call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. Get on the schedule. Why Black Tie? Well, they show up when they say they're going to show up. 
They stay on the budget that you guys agree to. They're professional. You're going to get that VIP treatment. They're the best. Use them twice. We'll use them again if I have to. Call them. 316-6196 is the phone number. Black tie moving, change and moving to the city of Memphis. Every day around this every day around every day around this time we do the rundown. Let's go. It's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. You don't want to see me, man, on the freestyle tip. You know what I mean? If I, if I, if I start going, you know, you don't want to see me on that. Uh, listen, University of Memphis gets the win last uh, night on the road uh, against VCU. Took overtime. Got a little fortunate, right? I think that's the other part of it. You got a little fortunate with um, the way that the layup did not go in at the end of regulation. Some breaks that you maybe didn't catch against Ole Miss, for example. Right. I think that's kind of like the way that the game the, you controlled for most of and then gave up at the end. Right. The much uni- like VCU was feeling today. Right. The universe kind of balances itself out in that way, doesn't it? I think that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the beauty of it. I hope it balances out and the Tigers get to the Sweet 16 this year. Then, yeah. So um, could use that part of the balance. Yeah. So the University of Memphis did get the win. Uh, David Jones did leave it a boot. So that's he's some- fine. He came back in that game. Yeah. So. Uh, and and looked just precautionary. Surprised. He looked pretty good for a guy that was hitting the you know the court as hard as he was after he went down. You could see that thing get turned. So very fortunate that that wasn't something. Uh, hopefully, it's not uh, not something that's going to keep him out. Uh, this week, although I guess you have to consider that it could, that, you know, he's on a boot afterwards. But, you know, it's going to tighten up afterwards. You get off of it. Hopefully he's good enough to go. He looked fine afterwards or fine enough. Right. You need him. You, you Any chance of Texas A&M, you know, Clemson, Virginia, without him, you're in trouble. Yes. I didn't get the sense that's going to be something. That's- yeah, look, and, and, and after the game, as we talked about before, you know, Penny said um, you know, that he's got to cut the rotation and, and stop playing musical chairs. Again, we – that's the first time I, I can remember him saying something like that uh, in, in his entire tenure here at the University of Memphis. So I think that's noteworthy. Um, you know, beyond that, you know, um, I, I still do think that this is you got to let this cake bake a little bit. You know, you can tell that this team is not really played together all that much um, at times, and and that's something that you know it, it's not ideal because you have this you know this this brutal schedule, uh, you know that you're dealing with, but at the same time, you know, I, I think it can get corrected quicker than normal because you have nothing but veterans. So, um, in terms of, you know, what Memphis did last night, uh, inexpensive lesson is the best way I can put it. Uh, it was very, um, you know, very much needed by this team, uh, to, to not lose and to avoid a third straight. You know, I don't think it's the one that's going to do much for you. Most likely in the, in, in March, I don't think it's going to come back and, yeah, oh my goodness, uh, you know, Memphis Memphis beat VCU on the road. This is a quad, you know, I don't think that's what we're dealing with. It's more of what you avoided. Um, and so Memphis got the job done, mission accomplished last night, VCU, and uh, it's Texas A&M. That is your next, uh, that is your next uh, opponent uh, coming up. So, you know, it's that that is a totally different ordeal. That's a game where you can gain something, where you can say, okay, we point to that one. Beat Texas A&M at their place. You're going to be a sizable underdog. I would assume you're going to be a you know six to seven point dog at mm-hmm. least in that one, yep. um, because of your rebounding woes. Is that something that can get figured out? You know, uh, quickly. Uh, you know, I don't know, but that's what uh, is in front of Memphis. Though they get the job done, avoid third straight loss, 
and get it done in overtime against VCU. Next story. Desmond Bain went off last night. 32 of his career-high 49 came in the second half. Grizzlies actually trailed in this game going into the fourth quarter after Desmond had a great third quarter, had 19 points, kind of kind of set it up to where they could take over in that fourth quarter, and uh, the Grizzlies actually did with, uh, with Desmond Bain actually sitting on the bench to start, at least went on a 14-2 run to take that 96-86 lead. So good to see. We've, we've, we've lauded uh, uh, Desmond Bain and sort of what he's doing right now, what he did last night, but, but that's what you got too was that bench stepping up when he was down, and, you know, we, we didn't discuss as much um, because if you think about it, those starters for the Grizzlies last night is just Jaron and Bain. You got a combined 10 points from Roddy, Biombo, and Rose. And so it was imperative that you got the 9 that you did from Conchar, uh, the 12 from Noel. Um, you know, those that bench production ended up being important in that game. And with Bain down, you, you took control of it there in the fourth. But back to the aforementioned uh, Desmond Bain, we had talked about it. John Morant tweeted afterwards that, um, you know, Watch out for 22. Uh, you, what, what, what was the quote? I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, 22 ain't talked about enough. Mm-hmm. He posted on X after the game. He's right. Again, the most impressive thing about Bain's performance might not even be the points or the fact that he did most of it not from the free throw line. We mentioned, I mean, not from the three-point line. We mentioned with Drew, 15 of the 19 buckets came in the paint or on mid-range jumpers. Um, you know, he's he's doing it from all levels now, and again, you add eight assists and six rebounds to it. He's had to become a more well-rounded player. He was, you know, he's already like we said. I mean, you could see the development, but it's 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 stimulated that growth in a way. Uh, I don't know if he's growing like this if John ja Moran is on the floor because then you're in a roll. You know, then you're you're behind that three-point line for a lot of it. And what this has done, we talked about it with Drew uh, their last segment. When he gets back, when Ja gets back. Yes, it's going to make the game easier for Bain in terms of defenses not being able to focus as much on you. But think about all the different ways now Bain can score. Yep. And so how much more efficient you can be and how much more variance you can have with your offense because now your number two option can score from a bunch of different ways. It's not just from the three-point line or even just getting downhill. He's scoring in the mid-range too. And so um, this growth from Bain is now at 25 points. Uh, for the season on 46% shooting, we mentioned, you know, the numbers are a little bit down in terms of the shooting just because of the volumes so far up. But yep. it's going to get back to the usual efficiency, I think, with Jai's back. Uh, you got Minnesota on Friday back here at the house. Dallas uh, here on Monday. Then you're at Houston. Houston here. OKC is the last one. Those are the final five games before John Moran is back. It's starting to get a little bit exciting. and And you can start to kind of tell yourself, you know what? We could be a tough eight seed if we get through that play in, you know, at least a one, not one to face us. You, you know, you, you, over the next couple of weeks, you get Job back, you get Kennard back, you get Marcus Smart back, and you can start to see maybe some light at the end I, of the tunnel. I, I think that's absolutely a fact. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I was not optimistic. Now I'm optimistic because they're, they're, they're winning and they're competing. They were not doing that three weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I think that shows you, okay, this team actually does have some metal. There's some fight left, regardless of who's in the lineup. They were pretty beat up too. Exactly, I mean, you were losing guys left and right, and you know Bain's that guy every night. D Rose comes pretty... back, saves the season like uh, like yeah. always. You He's know? had a couple of good ones, and and I, him as a starter, I and mean, you can't point to last night. I mean, he only played fifteen minutes, but him as a starter has been good for them in terms of tempo. So um, it's good. It's been good to see, and and it's particularly exciting to watch the player that Desmond Bain's becoming. It feels like the ceiling keeps going up on what he could be right. when you're whole. 
Yeah, that that, that is a hundred percent correct. Um, and so I think that's what you know these, these these games have shown. So eight assists, six rebounds. See, so, you know, it's not just scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you had a good three point shooter when you first got here. Now you, you know, this guy's game just continues to uh, expand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Grizz get the win. Next up will be Minnesota on Friday. There was a uh, the, oh yeah. Well, we should do that here. There was a a, a thank segment. You, thank you. On uh, I guess it was Fanduel TV. Your colleagues there at Fanduel. Uh, they were talking about the so Memphis Grizzlies. Run it back show on Facebook. Yeah, Michelle Beadle. Is that Beadle? Michelle. Michelle Beadle, my man. With uh, Lou Williams and uh, and Danny Green, and the Grizzlies came up, and this is what was talked about, and this is what was said on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 5-14. and 14. John Morant still has six games to go in his uh, suspension. Do we hit the panic button on this Grizzlies squad? Yeah, they're done. Okay. Yeah, this season, this season is a wrap. This this one is a wash. You know, they're selling four dollar tickets down in Memphis, right. and um, I think we hit the reset button. We, oh, that's a nicer way to look at because it. Because I, I think they have the pieces that are just not healthy. Stephen that's Adams, kind. Brandon Clark, Jaws <laughs> been out twenty five games. Those three guys make a huge difference. Um, I do think they lack some wing depth or some, I guess, some experience because they have you know, Zaire and, and David Roddy uh, who are young. I just don't think they're ready yet. But they're, they are very good players, which I think next year. What we're year, saying for the season. Yeah, for this, this season. For this, this season. Yeah. This season they're, yeah, they're, they're, for this season, they're I done. think they kind of call it a wash, but they, they need a reset, you know, and, and refresh probably yeah. by. They're second to last in the West, and the West is nothing to play with right now. It's, it's about eight teams that's going to give you headaches. You know, so trying to fight uphill for that when Ja comes back, this team is done. And the injuries, like like Danny just the mentioned. Injuries. Yeah. Is there a world in which you could see Ja Morant not on this Memphis team next year? I, absolutely not. I don't see it. No chance. Yeah, I think the or grit and grind and Ja Morant in Memphis, they all go hand in hand. I think he's, he's part of that fabric. I don't think so, but... You never know, you know, and I, and I hope to God that there's no more other more like there's no more mistakes. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, you know, I hope that you know he's turned over a new leaf and, and things are. And I think he's more locked in and more serious about what he's doing. And also, I think him seeing this and watching him let his team down Not is just the, team, was the worst everybody. thing you can feel as a player and yeah. the city and seeing because they were contenders last year. Now they're just at the bottom of the, the, the league. Uh, for him to, for them to feel that way, he has to hold himself responsible for a lot of that, I'm sure. And he's going to probably hold himself to a new standard and turn over a new league. I'm sure he's feeling it, too. Out of sight, out of mind. We <clears> hadn't <throat> been talking about John Morant for yeah. Crazy. You know, What's he do all day? Which may be a good thing, though. Work out, watch basketball, I'm sure. You and know? That's a so, lot of time. And, it's, yeah. right, and, Less and, live Instagram feeds, yeah. which is good. He under the, under the radar, keep working out, but hopefully he comes back. I know he's going to come back with a bang, though. Yeah, so uh, Lou Williams. I found myself agreeing with a lot of what Danny Green said. Yeah, the great reset. I mean, reset in the sense that get get healthy again, not a reset in the sense that you got to you know go out and, and and necessarily blow anything up or change anything up drastically. Right. I uh, still think we need a move, and he he talked about it. You got to address the wing issue. You know, is Marcus Smart going to be enough when Jaws back and Marcus is healthy to hold that down? Because he's right, Roddy and Zaire are not ready to be high-level parts of a rotation. You know, Roddy may be at the back end of a rotation. So, I, I mean, I didn't have any problem, really, with what Danny Green said, and even stopping short. Look, if John Morant keeps messing up, you do have to consider his future here. That was his point. The only way that it would change, yep. right, is if John Morant screws up again. Yeah. And now we can't rule that out because we've seen multiple mistakes. And so I didn't think anything Danny Green said was uh, was necessarily out of left field. But, you know, this idea that they can't come back as – you know, be the be the ten or the nine, get in the plan and make a push seems seems a little bit crazy to me, just because 
again, they know how good a player John Moran is. Yeah. I mean, I saw something. I want to say I, I mean, I guess we were probably here two weeks ago and would have said, oh, man, it looks dead. I don't know. Even then, we were saying, "Oh, if you go this, you get to six and nineteen. Here's the way." But we felt, you know, we were all beat down. Yeah, it was rough to watch, but there was right. still a way to get to forty, right. which again gets you in that landing zone of of potential. Well, in fairness, spot. I mean, she said it. They were five and fourteen when this was taped. But it's it's one more win. Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's all. Okay. Detroit. I thought, I thought they had They're seven. They're now six and My 14. Bad. Yeah. Don't get, no, no, no. We ain't there yet. You're, you're <laughs> thinking seven two. because we've yeah, yeah, we'd yeah, circled yeah. one of the Houston games as a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we snuck up and got Dallas. Well, and, I, and Google has this new thing now where, like, when you Google, like, teams, they add a game. Like, they add a win or they add a loss. Uh, I don't know why that is, but, like, you can't, you can't trust the records underneath the teams now on Google. They got to fix that bug. Because, right, what are the, what's the Grizzlies record right now? Six and fourteen. All right, let's just see what they have them as. Uh, that's it's right. It's right in this case. But like, if I if I Google, you know, VCU in Memphis, it's got Memphis as seven and two, and VCU as four and six, mm. and that's not correct. VCU is four and five. Memphis is six and two. So it adds a win and it adds a loss. You know, for each team, which is very strange. They got to get that fixed, my man. This is a big problem for people. When they're just trying to do shorthand, quick analyses. Now I don't know if Memphis is seven and two or six. I got I got to go back and look now. See. Isn't that the purpose of Google, where you you tell me what their record it's is? Supposed to be. Don't lie to, to be. me. Um, the other part about those two and those comments that I do agree. I think I think watching this has hopefully had some sort of lasting impact on Ja in terms of his responsibility, his obligation mm-hmm. as a professional. You know. Again, it was easier a couple of years ago when you're they're they're twenty and five without you. In terms of you, you know, you're looking at this. Oh man, when they're without, we're still a good team. We got Bang, we got Jerry, and we, and we back then you had Tyus. We're they're they're good. Now you realize just how much you mean yeah. to all of this. And so hopefully, again, it's a lasting reminder to him that you got to move different. Um, you know, you're you're one of the worst teams in the league, even though we're feeling a little bit better about things. Three out of four. Right. It's it's mostly a result of the fact that you're not there. On your, you know, off your own mistakes, self-inflicted, as we were talking about. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, the interesting perspectives there from uh, from Lou Williams and Danny Green. Next story, Jason. Uh, we have a time person of the year in 2023. Saw that. Uh, it is none other than Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has been na- announced as the 2023 <laughs> time person of the year. Uh, I guess she had it. She was pretty hot because she had her, you know, her new album um, this past year, uh, and then she also was in the. She was on tour, on the international tour, breaking all kinds of. Re- Some people said that T- uh, Taylor Swift and Beyonce saved the global economy from going into a recession. Mm. There are some studies about that that have said that they, their decision to go on tour this year have have prevented that. I'm sure. I'm sure that those decisions did help. Yeah. So. Oh no! If I credit with them, something to consider. Any, any, uh, can you name a Taylor Swift song from her new album? Oh, man. It's not my, it's not my bag, bro. No, from her new album. No, it's not my bag, no, from, bro. No, from her multi-platinum best-selling album. Sorry. It's not. Sorry, it's not my bag. Again, that is not to say I, I don't recognize the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. Do you think this the song national phenomenon. that we're playing right now was on the new album? Uh, don't know. Uh, no, this feels old. Yes, correct. Uh, this is not. This is her, some of her older stuff. Yep. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, she did win Time Person of the Year. Do you have any issues with this? 
uh, judgment. Not really. Did she win for anything outside of just being a success in music? Uh, well, the Eras Tour That's was what I'd like to know. The a other big part that of it. She did, Again, sure. Federal Reserve said at one point the concert boosted tourism and travel to such an extent that it likely helped revitalize the economy. She saved America, essentially, uh, is what we're saying. Her concert film shattered box office records. Uh, pulled more than $90 million uh, in the United States, $30 million internationally. She achieved billionaire status. Um, she re-released 1989, as you know, uh, in the wake of her film release there. Uh, that was the, That's what got her over the top of um, billion dollar billionaire. She was also uh, Spotify's most streamed artist this year. So, I mean, it's hard to... And she's now... In, she's broken through to NFL fans because she's dating Travis Kelsey. Right. So, I don't really... If there's somebody that's hotter than T. Swizzy, yeah, they picked because she's hot. I thought that you know you'd have the, and I'm sure it's in there, the charitable work and things she's done to give back, right? Uh, because all of this is yes. basically she's she's the one. She's done it for personal success. It's just so happened to stimulate all of America. You understand what I'm saying? Even now, Cordova, as far as far part of you being Cordova. person of the years, you got to give back, right? Oh, I'm sure there's a philanthropist part of it, Jason. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I'm just waiting on that paragraph. I can't begin to. Well, I mean, again, you know. She's a very sweet person, it seems like. So uh, I think that's part of the The cup. wells, you know, the water, you know, she's supplied, you know, to, to families in Africa, about those kinds of things. Sometimes kinda, those, I, I guess they, I guess you don't need that stuff anymore. You kind of blow your mind that 2023 is almost over. Kind of blows my mind, man. Well, it's been a long year. It really has. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah, no, I understand that for sure. It, it, uh. It just kind of feels like it just went. Well, that that happens when you have kids, so you expect that for the rest of the way for you. Yeah. It'll only get faster now that you're having another one. Am I having another one? I honestly forgot about that. Uh, so yes, I do have a second one on the way. Damn, that's that's getting realer by the day, bro. Because Sam is like, Phew. you know, it's looking like a beached whale in that house. That's not what you want to say. Well, it, they always say you get you know you get bigger faster with the, with number two is what they say. And, and I can I can attest to that, uh, but uh, but yeah, I uh, want to congratulate Taylor Swift on being uh, Person of the Year. Remember in 2007, you were uh, the time Person of the Year in 2007. It was a bad year then. Well, what was the logic behind that? Like, they they said you the reader were the times, but like we just didn't have oh, anybody. It was me the reader. Yeah, like they named like yeah they named you the reader in 2007. I'd completely forgotten about that. It was 16 years ago. It's weird that you just brought that up. Uh, it might have been it was 08, but it was, you know, it was it, one of those years, it, you know, they, they said you were the person of the year. Uh, that sounds like it was a weak year. What a cop-out. might have been 2007. Um, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. Yeah, you were the official choice in 06. Set out to recognize the millions of people who anonymously contribute user-generated content okay. to websites like YouTube, MySpace, Facebook, Wikipedia. Pretty thin. Yeah. That's pretty thin. Now, was that the year? No, it was 05 where Kanye West said George Bush doesn't care about black people, right? That, I don't remember the year. I remember that was on what Saturday Night Live Yeah, with uh, Michael Myers, I believe. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that was Mike Myers. I thought that was during like a fundraiser. I thought it was a Saturday Night Live skit. I think that was. I thought it was. That's why it was so controversial because he did it during a Katrina fundraiser and he said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Maybe so. Maybe I'm just thinking about because it, it was I'm Mike sure they, Myers. I'm sure they there. sketched it. I'm sure they made a you know a parody of it. No, it's Mike Myers was on Saturday Night Live. That's right. Why I'm, that's right. why I'm tying the two together. Yeah, I think you're right though. It yeah, something what, else. They just cut that thing. Oh, alrighty, we're gonna. Yeah, go I, to, remember, I remember. Uh, Mike's face. Right. He was not expecting. He was silent. He was dead silent. Wasn't expecting that. Um, clearly. But yeah, I mean, do we still? I guess that what we're we're talking about it. 
But, like, do we really, like, still care as much who the time person of the year is? Did we ever? <laughs> did we ever? I think we did at one time. It was a very prestigious honor. Okay. To get it. Yeah, I'm sure it's still. I mean, it's still, I wish I was the time person of the year. It'd be great. It's been interesting over the years. Adolf Hitler, one, it's, it, I guess it's more significant figures. Computer was the uh, person of the year in 1982. Okay. What, what was the Adolf Hitler reference? Adolf was a, was a uh, time person of the year. In uh, what in year? In the 40s. I'll go been? back to it. What, during probably his, you know, Oof. 1938. And Putin has been the t- time person of the year as yep. well. Wow, it's eighteen thirty-eight. It's not exactly. So, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a, exactly like a positive contribution no, to society. Right? It's no, like, look at Elon. You, Elon has right. made some dumb, dumb things, and he's was he. You impacted yeah, two thousand twenty-one. You impacted the world so profoundly, positively or negatively, right? That you are the person of the year. I think, right? It's, like it's, it's a, not you're good the, or you're bad. a thing. You're a thing in some respect. Yeah, Putin was two thousand seven. Like even Trump's been person of the year. Trump's been person of the year sixteen. Yep. Um, so, has Obama he, been? Uh, of course. Yeah, but I mean, he's yeah, twenty twelve. Yeah, part. But again, extreme left. You yeah. know, leftist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, yeah. you don't have to be. You don't have to be good or bad. It's just like that panel determines. You know, I think in Taylor Swift's case, it's obviously a positive influence. I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's just a great, the, one of the greatest human beings we've ever had on the planet. But last year there were two recipients, not only Zelensky, but also the spirit of Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, that's it's, it's it's actually interesting to see like who of the uh, like most recent you know people been because mm-hmm. um, I mostly I think they're all you know positive, but like you said there have been um, like it was uh, Trump in 2016, it was. Um, uh, Greta Thunberg in 2019, the uh, environmentalist. Mm-hmm. It was Biden and uh, uh, Kamala in, in 2020, Elon in 2021, Zelensky last year. So it's just kind of interesting to see, like, uh, over the years, you know, Zuckerberg in 2010, uh, Putin 07, the American soldier in 2003, mm-hmm. Rudy Giuliani in 20, or 2001. So oh. how, how about this? Uh Bezos was the guy in '99. Wow, way before Amazon even. They called that. Yeah, they did. That's that's a, that's a hell of a pick. That, yeah, because Amazon won nothing back in '99. I mean, out. it was launching, you know, in the dot com boom. But uh, I guess that's when it ha- started to happen. Uh, but congratulations to Taylor Swift uh, on. Uh, I know she's listening. Uh, so congratulations to Taylor Swift on time first of the year. I'm sure this will be a uh, a great uh, occasion for her to celebrate. Next story. All right, what are we thinking on in-season tournament tonight, John? I'm curious to know if you'll be watching. Uh, the rest of the world certainly will. You're down to the final <laughs> four teams. Pacers, Bucks in the first one. That's at 4 p.m. Remember, these games are taking place in Las Vegas. Bucks are five and a half point favorites. Last time I checked, and then at 8 o'clock, that one's on TNT. First game's on ESPN. Second game is Pelicans-Lakers on TNT, and the Lakers are a slight favorite there. I believe one and a half point favorite here. I'm assuming the NBA once would like to have Bucks and Lakers, although I, I realize you could sell yep. a nice little Pacers-Cinderella story. Yep. 11-8 and eight on the regular season, but undefeated in this thing, and Halliburton's been playing like an absolute star. But you want the star power, I imagine, the finals, because you also want to sell tickets, and that would be uh, Bucks and Lakers should those get two get through. Uh, you mentioned it. Bucks have been putting up a ton of points, and I imagine this one's going to be way up there in terms of the scoring. Um 
But again, you got to go with the Bucks, right? They're the better team in the end. Yeah, Halliburton I mean, I can't do this on his own. Yeah, can. it's a it's a lot to ask. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Will you be locked in? That's what I really wanted to know. Uh, Not really? No. I figured since they're a little earlier and a little bit more turn, during prime time as opposed to you getting one of those late West Coast games, uh, I'd pay more a little bit more attention. Uh, it may be obviously more so to that than, I mean, what, what Patriots-Steelers tonight? Even Al Michaels is rolling his eyes on this one. He's saying, y'all go watch the basketball. Watch the IST. I I played New England on that one. Well, you can't help yourself. Even though you say you're getting killed on NFL. Yeah, I know. Season-wise. Yeah. But you you can't help yourself. Well, I need the gambling clinic. You know, there's no doubt I heard you and Jeff earlier this week. Yeah. Had another horrible beat last night that I won't spare you. I won't won't, uh, bug you with the details of. But, um, yeah. Well, if you'd rather talk that game, although, I, like I tell you, I think. No, I don't think there's much to say about that uh, game. Just it's because of disgusting. It's, is, is, is the situation with the Steelers with no picket out there. Yeah. Patriots coming off a game they didn't score. Exactly. Uh, the more exciting thing to me feels like IST oh, tonight. Yeah. That said, we realize that America still will watch its football. Well, yeah. NFL. It's gonna, it's a real, if it's a ratings battle, it won't be. It's a real test tonight. There ain't no doubt about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. You're right. The, obviously, the, the NBA would want Bucks Lakers. Um, yeah, you get a good one then on Saturday. That'll be a primetime game on ABC, that championship at 730 on ABC. Which, so, of course, you'd like to have Bucks Lakers in it. But, but don't you think it's going to just end up being like Bucks Pelicans or something or uh, Lakers Pacers? It's gonna, it's, I don't know, man. LeBron, he's playing, what, for, you know, 40 minutes a game, whatever it is, to win these. They look, they look pretty dead set on winning it. Well, I think now you're, you probably will. We'll, we'll, we'll get a curveball, but. Best thing for the league is that. I think we'd be watching Saturday night. Lakers you Bucks the, on ABC. Uh, you have the numbers on this game on these games? Uh Lakers one and a half and and the Bucks five and a half. That was from this morning though. They may have moved slightly. Yeah, I mean Lakers Bucks would be lit. Um and then of course the uh ticket prices would, would go up, you know, significantly. Yeah. Because it's, you know, two great, you know, teams and superstars. I, I will say I watched the Knicks Bucks game the other night, um, because it was on and there was really nothing else. Knicks couldn't stop them. Man, it was just, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. I think you mentioned this. You're talking about defensively. There was no, there yeah, was no stop. Yeah, man, like. Yes. And was, you like defense all of a sudden. Well, it was 146 to 122 mm-hmm. in a regular. Not, no, I get that. Not yeah. an all-star I, game. I thought the best point you made was, like, yes, yeah, all-star-ish. Yeah, like that's like a, that's what I would expect there. I mean, it was just absurd. Um, I think we need to take out uh, the three-point shot. I think we need to. Uh, oh, okay. You want to get real drastic. No, we need to go back to the old days, man. You know, where it's like straight up. Take the three-point shot away. It's ruining the game, okay? Uh, and it's too, it making it too high variance. And uh, and then we can, I think, save our basketball if we take out the three-point shot. You know what I mean? You're killing stuff. I know. He won his titles. You know, he got he, he benefited. Putting him out of the league, basically. Like, I, I, I love Giannis as a person. I cannot stand watching him play basketball. I know he does some things in game, like a like he'll make a play that where he dribbles one time from half court and dunks it. Like that's what he did against the uh, the Knicks, and he's incredible in that way. But dude, he has it's true. He has no bag. He has no offense. He just takes a dribble, bar- barrels into the defender, lowers his shoulder, and gets a foul call. If if you choose to step in front of him, and that's his game. I hate that. I can't stand it. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you I love watching Giannis either. Like, it's not – like, when he does those things where he gets the ball and gathers and he dunks from half court, basically, that's incredible. That's impressive. He's a hell of an athlete, one of the best. But, man, every other time he gets the ball, it's like, you know what he's going to do. He's going to try to back you down or he's going to catch the ball, 
you know, with a running start, and he's going to just take two steps and, right. you know, uh, crash into you, and he's going to throw it off the backboard, he's going to get to the foul line, and he's going to take 15 minutes to two, shoot two free throws. You know, I think that's awful. We have to fish. We have to, like, you know, we have the Jordan rules. we got to come up with some Giannis rules where we don't just put this dude at the free throw line 15 times a game. He he initiates all the contact. You know, like I, I think we should we should be more willing as a as a league to call him for offensive fouls than we do. I think he gets the benefit of the doubt a lot, and I understand that he's a superstar. But I think we, you know, it, it ruins the game for me, the, like watching him play. Or your bet. Well, or my bet. Like I should just bet on Giannis every every night because of the way he's officiated. Quite frankly, that's the key here. He's just different, man, than the other superstars who. You know, Giannis is doing it with length and athleticism. That's the main reason for his dominance. That how that body is put together, as opposed to skill. Right, and I because there's not a, there's not you know, like I how mean, do you defend? He's him? skilled for his size. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you he's not skilled, but you get my point. Yeah, like yeah, no, no, it's brute like force. With our other superstars, there's a skill level to it, or whatever yes. else. Even with John Morant, in terms of his ability, it's like to, to make players better on the on the break. It's not just all at, athletically based, but with Giannis, yes. it's based on his athleticism and body. That's why he dominates right. the league. We've elevated him to superstar yes. status. Again, this is a guy that you can't even really just trust 100% at the end of games because you don't know what's going to happen if he gets to the foul line. Right. That's one of our superstars here. Exactly. So it's just a little bit different. I would, and like, I, that's, maybe that's the reason why I'm like you. I'm just I, – I, I can switch the channel on Giannis at any point. Right. Dame – Dame, Dame, there, Dame there's skill happening uh, there. You know he's a saying? shot maker. There's basketball skill. A lot, a lot Giannis of like, takes advantage like, of the great gifts I mean, he was there, given. I would say, and, and that's and that's exactly right. He he plays basketball. He's like Derrick Henry. You know, you get him a full head of steam, and he's going to get you, you know, three to four yards or ten yards or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's not particularly fun to watch. It's hard to stop, though. Can't be when he's running over somebody or when Giannis is dunking on somebody, but all that is based on the power. Exactly. And, and Back look, to the body. And that is a skill. Yeah. It's just not an aesthetic one. It's not one that translates to a good product, in my opinion. Like, watching the Titans is boring as hell. Uh, even even when they were good, it was boring. It was like, oh, they're going to feed it to Derrick Henry 30 times. He's going to get, you know, for the first three quarters, he's going to average three yards a carry, and then in the fourth, he's going to start to, you know, wear the defense down. You knew how that was going to look. Tannehill was going to hit a couple of 10-yard play-action passes, and you were going to come in here on that Monday talk about how damn good they are. That was – I mean, they were the ones he bro. That, that was the Titans' experience, yeah. you know. And and I don't know. Like, it feels to me like the Bucs um, – you know, I, I guess they could win the championship. They shot like 78% from three against the Knicks. So, any, if, if you do that, yeah, you're going to win a lot of games. But uh, I, I don't really enjoy watching it, man. I, I enjoyed – Watching the Golden State Warriors in their run, you know, I I I I think they play a beautiful style of basketball, or at least they did back then in their peak. I enjoy watching LeBron play basketball because you can tell it is completely cerebral with him, and it has been for really his entire career. He he blended that with you know, as you know, um, just elite athleticism, power, uh, you know, thinking, IQ, you know, all of those things that made you such a fan of him. Um, I'm not. That's not really Giannis. That's Giannis is one way. Get out of my way, or I'm gonna dunk on you, or I'm gonna get a foul call. Yeah. You know, and that's you know. How do you defend it? I don't think you. I don't think there's anybody in the league that can. I mean, is there anybody that jumps out to you as somebody that can like who's the Giannis stopper? I don't know that there is one. Right. You just have to hope I mean, he misses Jaren free was throws. The DPOY and Jaren ain't stopping. Exactly. 
Exactly. So you just probably get Jaron in foul trouble. To be honest with you, the way to the way to defend Giannis is to get him in foul trouble. But nobody ever wants to call him for offensive fouls. It's very rare, you know. And I think you could call that dude for ten offensive fouls a game, like summer league. But nobody ever has the balls to do it. Mm. Very clear, John rooting for Indiana tonight. He'd like to see Halliburton in the. Well, I will say Indiana doesn't like Indiana. Indiana has no chance of winning this game. They have less than zero. They've been on fire in this tournament, though. But they are they are not their their defense. Is uh, cooperative, okay? Mm. They're going to cooperate with Giannis tonight. He's going to have forty or fifty. I mean, that's what I would bet tonight. Who the hell is going to stop them? So um, I, I don't like the. I mean, it'll be a high-scoring game. We know that, but um, I don't see any way the Pacers win. And you know, uh, I think what the NBA is going to get is a Pelicans win. They're going to get a Pelicans win, and they're going to get a— That'd be uh, awful for Saturday night. Nobody's watching that. Bucks-Pelicans, that's what it's going to be. It's never as good. Everybody always thought that— uh, They thought it was going to be Lakers and Celtics in the finals, right? That's what everybody said when it was the Western or Eastern Conference. Like, oh, we're, 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 we're headed for Lakers, and uh, and what'd you get? You got Nuggets heat. I will say that the hype is bigger than I thought it would be for this end season. It seems to have a little, slightly more buzz than I thought yeah, it would Yeah, I mean, I think people are, like, convincing themselves of it. Like, Jason, he comes in here, he wants to, he wants to pretend how big it is. You know, I, I don't really... I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a uh, negative. Like the ratings for it indicate it's up. The right. players are playing for the dollar, even if it's a half mil. Right. Yana you know? said the the uh, richkid richa. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Millionaires love bucks, yeah, that's bro. Because he, he didn't even know. He's like, oh, we get paid for that. And Big he's bucks. like, the rich yeah. get richer. Yeah, that was mm. classic. Well, uh, when he said that, I do love him as a human being. I just, I just <laughs> sometimes have to, you know, like you said, I'm Pat Steelers tonight. You know, probably have to. I mean, I, I want to. <laughs> You're going to have myself. to turn away at some yeah. points. Yeah, because there's going to be so little scoring in that game. But the, I mean, the Bucks went like I, like I will say they got Milton out there hitting jumpers, you know. But Beasley kept hitting threes. Dame was freaking on fire in the third quarter. There did not miss. So they, I mean, they do have they can come at you a lot of different ways, man. It ain't just Giannis, but it makes it a lot more difficult because you got to make decisions. You know, it's either you're going to get either you're going to die by you know the the sword or fire. You know, you pick. And I think that is what makes them such a tough cover, man, because you can put all the attention that you want on Giannis and you can, you know, put him at the foul line or whatever, but that's going to open up things for somebody like Dame or, or Malik who are hit, who are making consistent shots, you know, which makes them, I think, like a really tough matchup for a team like Boston that just doesn't have a lot of depth. Yeah. So, no, it'll, it'll be a good night. It'll be a good night uh, for the league for sure. And, and uh, if, with any luck, we'll get Lakers and Bucks. Again, it's a win for them because we're watching before Christmas. Yeah, they're gonna sell it to Netflix. That's what right? was the the main hope and and the reason for this. Yeah, they're gonna it's happening exactly. So hey, uh, it's the first year they'll tweak it, I think. You know, and and uh, as we learn more about it, uh, and 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 get more familiar with the rules and the standing situation, and it becomes an ev- ev- annual thing, and the players themselves, like, oh man, this you know, yeah, I think it's probably a win for the league, no question about it. And maybe you can like. You know, tamp some things down. You don't have to go crazy with the courts as much in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can just say, hey, we can just put a couple of logos on there and we can differentiate without having to blind people. And I think if you do that, you know, you tweak it, you learn from it. That's what Yeah, the, the red ones were really bad. The red ones were, they, they were the. the and I don't the think main you necessarily culprits. need it. I mean, you're already separate. When you get to the quarterfinals, semifinals, you're separating it from all the other basketball because exactly. it's the only thing going on. Exactly. So right. we, we get that it's different. Exactly. We can understand right. that. Exactly right. Pat Steelers, give me a pick. Go. Steelers easy. Steelers easy. The Pats are tanking, bro. Yes, they are. But but you know, again, you're talking about a point spread here. Do you think they cover that point spread? The bro is at six still. Yeah, 
Well, it's, it's down to five and a half. Mm. That Patriots number. Are, I, yeah, I'd have a problem doing that. Lay in the six. Mm-hmm. Lay in the, yeah, it's like. Patriots got a top ten defense. That's it's, what, it's, I mean, they're still decent defensively. They <laughs> just gross, literally. man. They won't score any points, and so it's going to give Pittsburgh more opportunities, which they will win the game with. Exactly. I just feel good about Pittsburgh on the money line. I, I don't know if feel good about laying those six or five and a half. Right. Well, open up your uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, and you can do like the, uh, you can parlay Steelers money line with the under. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That thing, cry, that thing crying out for help, bro. Open me, please. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no. I've checked it out. Oh, have you? You've been, you've been getting active over there? Just been, no, not active. Just checking it out. Right. Been, I've been in it. Okay. You got any money in there yet? The, what you call it? We got to get you, so we got to get you a, a deposit match or something in there. Remember the last bet you put in was uh, Memphis women's basketball back in the day? I think, I think that might have been. <laughs> and did they get it done? Mm-mm. Oh, no. damn it. Remember I jumped on during the winning streak, I think. That's right. You, you, it was the AAC tournament, I think it was. It was you were like, Brad, you, bought, the, you bought at the top. That was weird. <laughs> then on Memphis women's basketball, the AAC tournament. And they didn't even cover. <laughs> when I jump on, it, it right. died. I thought I had identified something. That's I right. think you have to lock in on a lot of this stuff, and I think that's why I get my butt kicked in gambling. I am I am pretty done with the gambling. Well, I will say, he Jason was locked into Memphis women's basketball. Like, he, every day we were sort of starting to run down with it. He Boy, was, it's rough now, bro. What you fools will never be able to take away from me is that on whatever book it was, and it was really just like two, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm up. That's right. Both. That's okay. a, well, no, I wasn't accusing you of not studying. Yeah, I'm, I'm the saying, one not studying. Oh, no, I'm saying he was studying. No, That's like, what I'm saying. Like Jason, no, you Jason, guys. Jason did it like a pro, really. He's kind of picking on you, Went in, yeah. he stung, he got some free bets. Yeah, you're got doing your free, thing. Went in, stung, got some gas money, and got Let's out. Go. Yes. And got out. No, I think that's a... And I, it, it, you know what? Very little stress. I would, well, advi- and, I would advise guys, that for 99.9% of people. Yeah, I go. must there also go. say that's why you guys have been so incredible this year in fantasy football. You know, you take those same skills, those life skills that you mm. do in your gambling uh, structure, and you go kick everybody's ass in this well, uh, that fantasy That sounds like thing a shot year. from a guy who is relevant in fantasy for the first time look in years. Look at the years. record. Look at the, go back in the archives. Now, I will I'm say, like Larry Porter. If you, you have, go look you deeper, it gets back. better. I will say this. like The Undertaker this year. I will. I, 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 Rise up! I will address, Rise. I will address the fantasy situation really quickly. Thanks, on we my have end. not. We, we don't not, talk about. No, it. it's it's been like the dog we don't talk about in the I, room. Uh, I suck at it. Uh, it's a tough realization for me. Um, I don't really have. I, I can project and model game spreads, and I can do game to game, but I'm not nearly as proficient in 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 plotting out. Okay, what's a perform? You know, season long. I drafted Deshaun Watson. A lot okay. of it's luck, guys. Really, a, you know really a bad decision on my end. I really waited on the quarterback, and I drafted, you know, a guy that loves deep tissue massages, you know, and I think that's really that that's an issue on my end. I skipped running backs completely, yeah. okay, and I, I doubled down on my receiving core is among the best in the NFL uh, in terms of who I have, but yep. when you don't have a running back in fantasy, bro, you're cooked. Tell me about it. You're cooked. And that's why I hate that position because there's only five guys. Who's your running back, Brad? Pacheco. Okay. Pacheco's a, he's not going to play this week, but he's a stud. Is he going to sit this week? Yeah, he, I think he's out. He missed practice again. So you're, you're, it's not I'm looking good. I'm kind of screwed, bro. Although I, I think I got a, a lighter, lighter opponent this week, so that might help. Pacheco is, again, a top 10 running back. Who's your running back? Aaron Jones and Najee Harris. There you go. That's your season. Aaron Jones doesn't play. Najee Harris also Split doesn't play. Field. Yeah, <laughs> so. mine has been on Boomer Bust players though, and like Kelsey being one of them. Boomer Bust, 
And the same with uh, Buff- with the Bills. It's it's boom or bust if you got the quarterback. Yep. No, it's 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 you, you need heavy hitters even if they're not hitting all the time. Fantasy is you know I'd say ninety five percent luck. It's a hundred percent luck, damn near. I'd say ninety. I think almost it's it's way up there. You got to be ninety nine. It's gambling. You, well, you have to pick. You have to make decisions right on your lineup. So yeah, but, it's it's gambling. Where, where, where do you pick and draft? Uh, does your does your top pick like the guy that drafted Nick Chubb? Right. Yeah. I yep. mean, there you can't overcome that. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, you picked him in the first round. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Your season's done, no matter what. Unless you add Jerome Ford, and he doesn't nearly replace that production. That's right. Well, my t- my team, Money for Renovations, would like to apologize to Tyreek Hill for wasting <sighs> um, what has been a fantastic season from him uh, for wasting him on on our squad that is now six and seven. So, Cheetah, I'm sorry. I want you to go uh, break the record. Go break the record. I'll do better next against year. the Titans. He could, he could, all was he need 500 against the Titans? Yeah. <laughs> he could do it. He got five more games. Right. Yeah. yeah. It won't be this week, but it's coming. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, mm. <coughs> fantasy's a tough beast. It is a demanding mistress. I mean, you can go from, you won it last year. Uh, two years ago. Two years Connor ago. No, you were, you were, you've been consistently good. You, I'm the Mike Tomlin. Of, yeah, you've never are, had a losing you're a rock. record. Never you're had a rock. losing and, record. And you're, you're is doing that good. in danger of ending? It is this year if I can't get back to 500. Um, Again, I had a shot last week, but yeah, you, you talk about luck. You Christian down. Kirk goes down first play. Yep. That allows, you know, yeah, it's it, locked it, up. Yep. Don't want to talk about it. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but congrats, congrats, Brad. You're going to represent well, the show. That's exactly right. You got a Do long way to go, We're folks. I, I, I was not trying to boast about that, by the well, way. Well, you kind of, you, you, I got to take a win here and there. Credit in it's a been year. a long You've taken some bullets. It's been on a freaking desert, folks. You deserved it, and then you were down. Yes. We needed to give you the credit. Right. I've been, it's been low over here. Because we've criticized your performance in the past. I mean, we've said that, you know, you were, we didn't really understand how you ever won two in a row. I mean, that was. It was a desert. I mean, that was like, did anybody in the league try? You know, uh, what what was happening there? Everybody was tanking for Caleb or something. You know, what was going on? Uh, But uh, but yeah, now you're back on top. My 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 taking Kelsey super early that that has paid off. Like I picked him in the first round, fourth pick. Is he is he having a great year? He's having good striker weeks. Like he'll go for twenty and mm-hmm. then have five. Yeah. Like he's he, so you need those twenties. You know what I'm saying? He is, he is uh, the tight end in the Patrick Mahomes. He needs offense. to focus though. I think that something's been going on here in the last few weeks with Travis Kelsey. My guy is he's, having a problem. He's got one foot out the door, bro. He's yeah. about to retire. I think your retirement thing is right, bro. He, dude, he's retiring after this year. It's a yeah, lot. I think you're right. Him and I, his like, brother are gonna it, do it the same time. It's a guarantee. Yep. That Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's like thirty something years old. I mean, he's yep. been in the league for you know ten, eleven years now. He's got a blank space, and now he's you know doing this thing with uh, with with Taylor Swift. I mean, Jason's considering it too. Yeah, after the year. Yeah, yeah they're at the same time. Uh, t- Travis Kelsey's thirty four years old, mm-hmm. and he yep. looks slow. Okay, no, he does. He looks. He's kind of always looked slow, but he looks really slow now. And uh, and the yeah. offense stinks. You might be right about that. You know, and it's not nearly as good as it used to be. I don't know be. how much more he's got left on his contract. Casey, in general, man, like Pacheco's one of their only weapons outside of the quarterback. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's thin. Where they got Gray at tight end. I mean, they are thin to get get weapons out there. Yeah, I mean, he's still he's still having a uh, he's having a better year than I probably it's, thought. It's he was. decent. He's got 74 receptions, 813 yards, five touchdowns. His touchdowns are really down, though. I mean, he had 12 last year, nine the year before that, 11 the year before that. Yep. So, yeah. you know, he's just not having uh, uh, that productive of a year in terms of getting in the end zone. But there's still five games left. It's very possible he could finish with 10 or 11, no doubt about it. All right, we'll come back. Jeff Cog is going to join us uh, at 125. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.